Good morning and welcome once again to InFocus. I'm John Sims and joining us again, the Communications Manager for the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas, Coleman Swartz. Good morning, Coleman. Always, including today, great to have you with us. Great to be with you, John. I hope everything is going well. Yeah, by and large it is. Yep. And you're going to tell us how we can make things even better, managing money, dealing with <laughs> um, the business environment in East Texas, etc. Don't forget, InFocus is available online. Go to ktbb.com slash InFocus, and InFocus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Um, uh, about 13 months ago, you were here, yep. and we were talking about COVID-19. And when we got done with that, we talked about COVID-19 <laughs> some more, and then, well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're still talking about it, certainly, yes. though, a much better environment now than we had. But as the really almost cliche is going these days, we're not out of the woods yet. So it's going to be a very important thing to discuss. I think it's important to discuss, and I think it's always it, – look, it's, it's going to be something that's going to be on the mind uh, whether it's front of mind like it was la uh, last year when I was here, it was on the very front of mind. Uh, thankfully, it appears it's kind of shifted. Um, everything seems to be trending positive. Uh, businesses have reacted accordingly, we, you know, from what we can tell. So we're not out of the woods, as you so eloquently put it. But by golly, we're a lot better off than we were than I, when I was here last time. The light at the end of the tunnel is yes, shining sir. a lot brighter. Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas. You serve a bunch of counties. Um, Anderson, Camp, Cherokee, mm -hmm. Franklin, Gregg, Harrison, Henderson, Marion, Morris, Panola, Rains, Red River, Rusk, Shelby, Smith, Titus, Upshur, Van Zant, and Wood. Counties based in Tyler, of course. And That's speaking right. of which, in a minute, we'll get you to kind of run down what um, the Better Business Bureau is and basically what it does but new building you moved in during the fall you're yeah. now at 6115 new copeland road and tell us how this new facility which i think we discussed uh, last time when it was uh, about to open yep. uh, how it's helped you do your jobs better than before so it, my boss likes to joke that we were the only ones who decided to just build a building during the middle of a pandemic and ah, you may have been it turned out it, it's turned out to be an incredible asset for us um, it was something we needed um, and then there were some outside factors that that led us to this position but yeah we built a brand new building like you said 6115 new copeland road if you're familiar with tyler that's the corner of copeland and grande uh -huh. uh, in the copeland point office center you go right, right up the hill there it's perfect and and it has really met our needs from the standpoint of a space we were just kind of crammed into our old office space so we got space and then more importantly and what we wanted to do all along is we built a classroom we built an educational classroom it's as big as any classroom you'll find on a you know college mm -hmm. or junior college campus and the goal of that was to continue uh, to help educate but have a facility to do so we had partnered with some local uh, schools to be able to host classes and things, but we needed to be able to do that for ourselves and not be dependent on someone else's facility. They were great partners and they were great facilities to work with, but there's nothing like having your own, right? It's like owning your own home, right? It's nothing like having your own. And so that was a big, a big thing that was part of the building is that we wanted to be able to do things on our own. Now, we didn't do a ton of in-person classes given the context of COVID-19, but we are starting to move back into that. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, accredited businesses and organizations can use the classroom, um, can come in and host their events, and we've had a number of do that. So that was a big selling point for getting our own facility. But, um, John, it's been, it's been, it'll be a year, and I believe October, 
and it's been a really great upgrade for us. Okay. Um, a little bit now about the Better Business sure. Bureau, any Better Business Bureau, but specifically the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas. Just a thumbnail on exactly who you are and what you do, and then we'll go into all the details. Well, you kind of nailed it. You listed off our counties. We serve 19 counties across East Texas, and our goal is really simple, and I'll give you the very, like, bullet, the very elevator spiel. We want to provide and create a trustworthy environment where consumers and businesses can interact in a trustworthy manner. You spending money with a business, the business recruiting or, or you know, finding consumers, and everybody having a great trustworthy interaction. Along with that, we do things like tracking scams to keep you, hopefully not you personally, but any of you listening, from being a victim. Mm -hmm. That's the last thing we want to hear is that somebody was a victim of a scam and if we can provide information to help you avoid it or maybe think twice before doing it, mm -hmm. that's our goal. And then we're just, we want people to have a great experience when they spend their money because that's ultimately what happens, whether it's with a business, you feel like you're donating it to a charity, or a nonprofit, or whatnot. We want you to feel like you're giving to a trustworthy entity. Very good. I could not have possibly summed it up better like you. myself. Yeah. Phone number 903-581-5704. That has not changed. Nope. Uh, office hours 830 to 5 Monday through Thursday and 830 to 4 um, on Friday. Yes, sir. That's correct. And uh, a website, basically bbb.org is yes, a good sir. starting point. From there, you can navigate to the East Texas, Central East Texas Better correct. Business Bureau, or you can do what I did. Just Google something. Google BBB serving Central East Texas, and it'll pop right up. So you're easy to find online, and I know you have the requisite social media. Did you want to go over which social media you use? You, you can certainly you can certainly find us. We are on the big, I, I want to call it the big four social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and it's just BBB. CET Central East Texas BBB CET um, you can find it but John you nailed it Google the most massive search engine in the world just type in BBB Tyler BBB Longview wherever you're located wherever you're listening and it will locate you to your East Texas BBB which is us me. okay very we'll good get you there talking to Coleman Swartz with the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas I'm John Sims this is in focus and let's move into basically what's happened since the last time we talked yep. which was about 13 months ago current status of businesses around Texas and East Texas and a recap of the recent year sure. that was so challenging for everybody well it was challenging and we kind of chatted off air before we started you really got a sense of the businesses that that could adapt and, and that's no knock against businesses that didn't or couldn't, but you really saw the ones that could kind of figure it out on the fly because, frankly, this was kind of thrown upon businesses without a ton of warning, right? Mm -hmm. You had legislative things coming down, executive orders, all you know, a bunch of political things coming down, telling businesses what they could and could not do. And so a lot of them had to really, really adjust on the fly. And, and – it was amazing to see how many businesses were able to adapt. Um, in Texas, I don't know the number specifically, but for our area, we did not see the massive closures of businesses as some other states did. That is true. Um, yeah. Some of that can be led to different legislative things that may or may not happen in certain states and, and orders of, of how businesses needed to or how to conform to certain laws. Um, but in East Texas, we didn't see the massive shutdown of business. That's not to say the restaurant industry didn't have its problems because they were one of the hardest hits or some of the other um, industries that rely on walk-in traffic, right? Mm -hmm. Walk-in traffic just 
diminished to such a point. Movie theaters, restaurants, they really did struggle, but that was a universal, right? You were going to find struggling restaurants and movie theaters in Tyler and Longview just as much as you were going to find them in Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, yeah. et cetera. But we really saw a lot of great businesses. I'm just going to use the term, figure it out. Hey, this is what we've got to do. We have to adapt. We have to figure out online delivery. How do we make our product more available to people who aren't walking in anymore? Mm-hmm. And really, East Texas did a great job of kind of holding the COVID, if you want to put it, at arm's length while still being able to operate. Okay. And uh, this is out of the uh, Tyler Economic Development Council playbook, all the visits we've had over the years with now retired Tom Mullins and uh, now with Scott Martinez. East Texas not dependent on one industry helping shield us from a huge downturn. Yeah, no, and and they're right. And it's a point that we will continue to echo as well. Diversity in your economic status is so important. Because, John, let's just hypothetically say that we were built around a restaurant industry. Uh-huh. That'd have been horrible. Oh, it would have man, been terrible. I don't want to think about that. You, you, but we're not. That yeah. doesn't mean we don't have a we don't have a great booming kind of eating industry. But we're not solely dependent on it. Right. And you think of some cities around the world, or re- around the country, around the world, who are totally dependent or massively dependent on one type of import export. Yeah. And how hard they got hammered because that entire industry just just could not withstand the weight of the COVID-19 restrictions. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're coming out of it. Um, again, not out of the woods yet, sure. but let's look back over the past year again. And also at some of the things that people are still having to deal yeah. with, on a, unfortunately, on a day in, day out basis. And we're getting into the scams and we're yes. getting into scams that are going to happen anyway, but they were <laughs> exacerbated or... Uh, grew some extra wings, if you will, <laughs> yeah. because of COVID-19. And uh, number one on uh, the list, we'll start right there, issues with fake testing. Boy, that's a pretty scary proposition. We, when, when we were here, when I was here last year, that was the number one problem really countrywide was issues with testing. And, and I'm not talking about turnaround time or, or where you can get it, uh, or, you know, things like that, false positives. I'm talking about people faking that they could administer a test. Yeah, come on over. I've got an at-home kit or I've got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, you know, we, we just beat the drum dry. Only registered medical health care professionals were the ones administering tests. John, that is still true today. You cannot go to your local pharmacy you cannot go to your, your dealer around the corner and get a test. It is by registered personnel. You need to go to the doctor. I know pharmacies are doing it now. They've gotten approval to do that. But if you're seeing an at-home kit, stay away. Stay. It's not an at-home kit for anything other than to take your money. And so thankfully, that has kind of gone by the wayside as as people have figured out, okay, I need to go to a doctor uh, you know, a medical professional to do this. But at the very beginning, that was a big problem with so many people needing tests and not exactly knowing where to turn. Mm-hmm. Talking to Coleman Swartz with the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. More information, go to BBB.org or Google BBB serving mm-hmm. Central East Texas. Uh, address 6115 New Copeland Road in Tyler. And the phone number is 903-581-5704 and multiple social media. Yep. Just in case you want or need to do any kind of follow-up, you'll yep. find all of it at any of those sources. And uh, now that we've moved beyond, largely beyond, 
beyond the testing correct, phase and into correct. the vaccine phase. Well, um, uh, glory be. Now we have to deal with vaccine scams. <laughs> what are some of the things that are happening with that that people need to watch out for? So let's just preface this by saying, as, as we sit here this morning, there's only a couple of vaccination vaccines that have been approved for emergency use, right? None of these have been fully approved by the FDA. These are facts. It's not my opinion. They're all for emergency youth authorization. Yeah. And that's the, the Johnson & Johnson, the Pfizer, and the Moderna here in America, right? Mm -hmm. and I know overseas they've got some different protocols, whatever. If you – the problems we're seeing, again, is people – I can get you one. I can get you one faster. You don't need to go to the doctor to do that. I got one right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, not true. Again, medical and authorized personnel in the medical field are the only ones that should be administering these shots. I know you can get them at pharmacies. You can get them at hospitals. But those are still authorized medical people. That is not the guy on the corner with a needle. Right, And that sounds like, oh, Coleman, you would never do that. You would be amazed at the amount of people that will fall and that have fallen victim to people promising that they can, I'll get you on a list. All you got to do, you know, I'll get you on the vaccine list. You just do yeah. this. I'll get you this. It sounds, John, I'll be honest, it sounds, it sounds dumb when it comes out of my mouth, but it's real. It's real. And unfortunately, people fall for it. So always in the back of your mind, authorized medical personnel. That's where you need to be getting this from. Oh, okay. And you really can't emphasize that point enough. No, so no. we'll say it one more time. Authorized medical personnel <laughs> yes, only, please. Only. Yes. Uh, what about this vaccine passport scam? Sharing photos online and yes, what's going okay. on with so, that? So if you're somebody who's listening and you have been um, vaccinated with any of the, the shots that we talked about, you would have received a card. Um, and the card would have said your name, your date, and the... Um, and the type of vaccine you got, Moderna, Johnson, uh, Pfizer, et cetera. And there was a big trend when the vaccinations, let's say about February, March, when it was really picking up steam, that people would take their cards. And what do you do with it, John, in today's world? You take a selfie with it. You post it online. Well, of course. Well, that's a great way to get a lot of your information stolen because what do you have on that card? You've got your full name. You've got your birth date. And a location at which you got a shot, which from there I can kind of extrapolate some information on where you live, et cetera, et cetera. Because you're prop most for the most part, you were getting your shot at a local or regional hospital. So I can sure. start extrapolating information. Mm -hmm. So people were sharing photos and whatnot online, and it was a really easy way to get personal information from people that we were just readily handing out. So if you're going to do that, if you feel the need to post it. Put your thumb over your name so nobody knows it. Uh -huh. Put your thumb over your birth date. Take your picture. Because uh, right. how many things have you signed up for that you know of that all they require is your birthday as authentication? And now you're just readily going to give it out. Mm. And if there's any other personal information on there, please don't do it. Okay. COVID, uh, did you want to make another yeah, point? Yeah, I was going to say, we've kind of gotten past that point. The, the, the vaxies, the selfies with vaccinations. The problem now is that we're seeing more of is something called vaccine passports. Okay. If you're, if you're a news person, you have been reading that different states have varying laws on this. Governor, yes. Governor Abbott from here in Texas um, signed something, I believe, last night that, that made it basically illegal for someone to ask for vaccination proof, right? 
that a business cannot say, John, you cannot come in here unless you show your card, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not all states are like this. So if you know you're traveling to a state that may require proof and you don't have it, where's the easiest place to get it? A scammer's going to try to give you a fake one. So we are seeing a huge upticks in vaccination passport, fake cards, in essence, John, that I can fill out a card I found and give it to you, and it's only going to cost you, I don't know, maybe 50 bucks, 75 bucks, but now you've got your card. Mm-hmm. And Stay away. Stay away. Please, people, stay away, because, it's again, it sounds ridiculous coming out of my mouth until you see the number of people that get scammed from it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Maybe or not. Maybe not so unbelievable. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, that's a great way of putting yeah. it. Also, we t- we're talking COVID survey scams, Correct. free gifts, and um, all the dangers that come with that. Yeah. This. So this is something that comes with as part of what we would call a phishing scam. You get uh, a text message or an email, but it comes from Pfizer or it comes from Moderna or it comes from Johnson and Johnson, saying. If you've been vaccinated, fill out our free survey to talk about, you know, your experience and you can win a free prize. Oh boy, oh boy that sounds just terrific, doesn't it? Oh yeah. So what do people do? They click the link, they fill the survey out. What does the survey ask for? Names, birth dates, addresses. All of the information you do not want to be giving people, you're giving to people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what we always do, and, and we'll talk about it later, you always John, you must verify who is sending that before you start clicking links. And if if you're like me and you check your email on a phone, you can simply click on the from, mm-hmm. and it'll it will give you the full email address. And if it's from Pfizer at you know one two three four five dot snowy dot com dot org, bad sign. Yeah. So you 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 really 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 have to 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 pay attention to that. And again, this is something we're seeing more and more of. Because people's oh, free gift for a survey. No problem. I'll click it and fill it out. Yeah. Okay. Coleman yeah. Swartz with the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Catch them at BBB.org and navigate to East Texas, or you can Google BBB serving Central East Texas. Phone number is 903-581-5704. show's moving fast, Coleman, and we right. have a lot of information we want to try and cram into the last uh, 11 or 12 minutes. So we may want to try and move quickly here All and right. still cover everything that we can. And we're moving on now to stimulus mm-hmm. check scams promised money earlier for a fee. Correct. Big problem we saw when the first round of stimulus che- checks came out. Um, well, I didn't. Know, people didn't know when they were going to get them. That's easy. So a scammer steps in and says, I'll help you get it. All I need is a little handling fee, $15, $20, and I can get you your money back. That's not how it works. The government will not charge you for the stimulus checks, no matter if it's for business, for personal, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Do not pay for money. (laughs) Yeah. We're talking about impersonating government agencies, looking to extort personal or banking information, government grant scams. Uh, Government grant scams, is that another one you wanted to touch on? Yeah, that one real quick. I'll touch on it because we actually had an incident of someone here in East Texas. Obviously, I won't say any names, but... Um, it was a nonprofit agency here that got a Facebook message from a person uh, impersonating a government official saying, hey, your organization has been approved for this grant through the Texas Department of Treasury or the state treasury, blah, blah, blah. And luckily, the person knew it was a scam, but they sent us the screenshot and said, hey, this is what we're getting. How easy it would have been for them to click on it and say, yeah, I'm, I need my $5,000 and my $10,000 grant. Here's the, here's the universal truth. If you didn't apply for a grant, you're not getting a grant. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty simple. Yeah. If your group didn't apply for it, 
you're not getting it. All righty. And again, we're talking about a lot of things that yeah. happen every day every and they've day. been exacerbated by COVID-19. But have just been elevated out of yeah. necessity from people. Okay, let's move on to phishing scams. Yep. Touched on this a little bit earlier. That's, you get them, I get them. That's phone calls, emails, and texts that you didn't ask for that are coming in in bulk asking you to probably click a link or reply to something. Never click the link, never reply, unless you are one million percent sure you know who it's coming from so the easiest thing is always verify the sender okay. always verify the sender uh, you're going to get fake it mails looking uh, for computer access yep, a yep. fake boss email yep. looking for access to personal information what's the, uh, the boss thing so we actually had we actually had an instance a company in east texas got spammed by a hacker because mm -hmm. it's easy enough for me to go find out who your CEO is, Paul Glazer, right? Yeah. And how easy would it be for me to go create a Gmail account and Paul Glazer one at jail or something very similar and send an email out to your staff, which I could probably find your emails online. Say, hey, I need, uh, we're just updating HR. Can you please send me your social security number so we can verify? And just like that, a fake boss scam is born. Uh huh. And we just created it in about ten seconds. Yeah, got to watch out for gotta that. Got to watch out for that. Uh, the whole employment picture has just uh, changed, to put it mildly, Correctly. so much. And um, what better reason? As we visit with Coleman Swartz with the Better Business Bureau, serving Central East Texas on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Employment scams. What are some of the things people need to be aware of in that regard? So the first one is. You have to make sure the job posting is for an actual relevant job. If if you see a job posting and they're saying, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars, no training required. Mm -hmm. Okay. That sounds really good. And that's the reason you should be very, very cautious. Because a lot of times if the job postings are online, they want you to click it. Okay. Which is then you clicking a link that could send you somewhere dangerous, you know, for malware or spyware on your computer. But let's face it, John, no one is going to pay you an absurd amount of money for no training, mm -hmm. right? Or for no experience. That's just the reality. The second thing that goes with it is when they say, all you have to do is pay for your training. Uh, no, I can pretty much guarantee that when you started in radio back yeah. in the nineties, uh, when you started, long before that, but let's not go. They there. didn't ask you to pay for your training on how to use the equipment. Yeah. If you ever run into a situation where they ask you, hey, all you have to do is take this course before you. No, 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 no. They're looking to extort money from you or get personal information from you. And that is real, especially now with the job climate kind of back on the upswing. Yeah. People looking. That is a real thing where people are posting phony jobs in just an attempt to get you to enter information in so that they can use it against you. All right. It sounds ludicrous, but by golly, it happens every single day. Uh, the woods are full of them, and we're not out of the woods <laughs> yes, yet. Correct. I guess would be one way of putting it. Correct. Always relevant scams we see a lot of. We have online purchase oh, yeah. scams, sweepstakes, lottery prizes, phishing scams. Again, there's that word. Correct. If we can kind of run through those fairly quickly or yep. maybe two or three minutes, just give folks the basics about what they need. I got about you, those. buddy. So, Online purchase scams, obviously in the height of COVID-19, most people started reverting to buying things online. It was the easy, simple thing, safe thing to do. Folks, here's the feel-good golden rule. If a price is too good to be true, it probably is. If you're seeing uh -huh. an insanely low price for something that you know just doesn't cost that, that's a scam. All right. Proceed with extreme caution. Uh, the second thing you listed was sweepstakes and lottery prizes. We see this all the time. Folks, if you didn't win, if you didn't enter a contest to win, you did not win. 
So if you get a phone call saying, hey, you've won money, and no, you haven't, and you certainly do not want to pay a fee to collect your money. Um, we've had incidences here in East Texas. We have helped pe people recover their money because luckily they, they paid with a debit card or credit card, which you could contest, but they still fell for it. Uh -huh. If you didn't win or if you didn't enter, you didn't win. And then, like we said, the phishing scams, that's just that's the mass emails, the mass text messages that come through really wanting you to click a link that's going to do something dangerous to your smart device, to your computer, et cetera. So just yeah. please, folks, verify who it's from before you start clicking away. Okay. Uh, we've gone over a lot of what we're about to talk about now, but this is where we sum it all up. Sure. And these are the easy things you can do to avoid being a victim. There's about six or about six bullet points. If you sure. just kind of run through those for us. Okay. So number one, whatever decision you're making, it is okay to take your time. You do not have to make a hasty decision. John, if you'd like to donate to a nonprofit, it's okay to take a day, an hour, whatever, and do some research on it. You do not have to donate that minute. Verify who you're giving to is legitimately. So take your time. Number two, like I said, research every organization, especially if it's one you're unfamiliar with. Yeah. Don't trust the Facebook reviews, the Google reviews, the Yelp. Do your own research. And, of course, we would encourage people to go to BBB to do that research. Um, number three, you never want to provide your personal information to someone you don't know. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would you do that? And I, I always make a claim when I speak in public, John, we're a very giving society. Yeah. We put a lot of things out on the Internet, on Facebook, social media. We give away a lot of this information relatively easily. Folks, be very careful with the information that you're giving out. Oh, okay. Number four, never click on links. Uh, we talked about that unless you can 100% verify who it's coming from. Um, if you're unsure, um, if you're unsure about the sender, where it's coming from, pick up the phone and call them. Okay. Hey, if you get an email from Gla Paul Gleiser, it's like, I need some HR information, pick up the phone. Paul, did you, did you send this? Because that's unusual. Yeah. Or this doesn't look right. It's okay to verify. Mm -hmm. And then never, ever send money via a wire transfer. Uh, or certainly don't do it via cash. When that money is gone, John, it is gone. If you were going to spend money, use a credit card. Okay. Not a debit card, a traditional credit card, because the, the credit card industry and the banks very lenient in recent times about helping you dispute those charges uh, and hopefully recoup your money should you feel like uh, you got scammed. So, yeah. by yeah. golly, if you're going to spend it and you can put it on a credit card, do it. Yeah, and whoever it is, however you do it, make sure it's somebody you know or have met in person. Correct. Yeah. And then never send Correct. money for an emergency situation unless you can yeah, verify, verify the emergency. The emergency. Yeah. Okay, getting down close to the end of the show, we wanted to hear a couple of wanted to cover a couple of things okay. june 19th yes. you have another shred day coming up and that's going to be at the bbb offices big new offices on copeland road that's right shred day we do it we do it every year we do it four locations across east texas this will be the one for tyler um 8 a.m to noon on june 19th that is a saturday um bring your documents of course that coincides sean if you remember the extension of the personal income tax deadline for the state of texas remember it got pushed out to uh, with June 16th. Yeah. And so this coincides with the, the last day of the extension to file your income taxes. So at that point, you should have lots of paperwork ready that you need to be destroyed. Folks, you do not want to hold on to tax records that you do not absolutely need. If you need to get rid of them, by golly, we're the place to get rid of them. We have a lot of businesses that come through um, to make sure they're secure records. 
uh, that they no longer need are destroyed and shredded. We encourage everyone to come out, bring your documents. We will shred them on the spot. All right. And if you need any more information, just yep. get in touch with the Better Business right. Bureau, 903-581-5704. Or, um, I'll just say Google BBB serving Central yeah, East Texas. That's the easiest thing, partner. You bet. Um, some... Uh, a couple of webinars coming up. Matter of fact, this coming Monday, a webinar on the mid-year economic update. And then there's a July 12th webinar on rebuilding your team. If you can just kind of run through quickly what's sure. happening with those. Sure. So Monday, um, obviously, the, the title explains it all. We have a, a wonderful financial guy here in town um, who is going to be go, going over the U.S. economy through the mid-year. Um, and it's ups and downs and the, and the forecast for what he believes and the experts believe what's going to happen with the economy not through only not not only throughout the rest of this year the last six months of the year but potentially in the long term you know if you're a news person you've got all the pundits that say it's going to do this 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 uh well hopefully lance can help uh, kind of straighten out and give you some clarity on okay here's what we can expect for the end of the year and then moving forward um in the next couple of years etc and then one right after that rebuilding your team that's kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about employment people are getting back to work Let's say you're an employer that unfortunately had to furlough people or fire people. How do you start getting good people back in? Right. Right. How do you start getting good people back in? If not the same people, right? Could be the same people and you just bring them back. But if it's not, how do you get good people to get back in? How do you get them reacclimated and get going? Uh, very good. Okay. Uh, programs and services, you can find it on the website, yep. bbb.org. Request a quote, scam tracker, smart investing, accredited business directory, military line, giving wisely. There's so much on that website and so much you can learn by just paying attention to uh, what folks like Coleman Swartz yep. are telling us this morning. Uh, Coleman Swartz, communications manager for the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. And uh, Coleman just wanted to say thanks for bet, presenting all this important, maybe life-saving information. Well, it's a lot, right? We've covered a lot. Take your time, folks. Make you a decision. Coleman Swartz with the Better Business Bureau serving Central East Texas, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Thanks for joining us. See you again next week on In Focus. <laughs>